I'm walking down the path in my garden and I have a suggestion for you on how you could help with global warming. With a large lawn, I found a simple way of making a big difference. I sold my ride-on mower and bought a top-of-the-range Cress robotic lawnmower. It runs off rechargeable batteries and uses cutting-edge technology to mow and maintain a lawn this size. The petrol mower has gone, and with it, the emissions. I actually don't know why I didn't sell the ride-on sooner. With the Cress robotic lawnmower, the lawn is actually looking better. The tiny grass cuttings fall into the grass roots, helping to fertilize the grass. And the family doesn't have to put up with the noise and fumes from the ride-on. And I've freed up more of my time to spend with them and in the garden. It's an easy step. And you could also be making that change today. Ask for Cress in your local garden machinery dealer. Or visit cress.com. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the RHS Gardening Podcast. I'm Fiona Davison. Today we're talking about the future of gardening, the new shoots. This is the new generation of young gardeners who are developing horticultural knowledge and a passion for plants with the help of the RHS Campaign for School Gardening. This year, the campaign is celebrating 10 years of supporting children, teachers and parents and bringing a love of gardening to new generations. The campaign currently supports over 37,000 schools, helping them transform their environments and their education methods. But most crucially, it has changed thousands of lives. Fuchsia Wilkins is the school's communication officer for the Campaign for School Gardening. Well, the Campaign for School Gardening exists to give opportunities for all school children to get outside and interact with nature out in the garden. We have over 36,000 schools that have registered with us in the last 10 years, so we've got a huge audience and, and many of them are very engaged. We deal with primary schools all the way through to secondary, but actually our membership is also made up of a lot of youth groups um, and individuals such as home educators these days as well. So the RHS is keen for, to get uh, the next generation involved in gardening to secure the future of horticulture as a valid career and to make sure that we, we all have an appreciation for the planet around us and for working outside. I think that's very important. Each year, the Campaign for School Gardening holds an award ceremony to recognise the achievements of pupils and teachers who've been involved. Um, so welcome. Uh, so our awards, which is really quite exciting. This summer, the podcast team went to Wisley on a glorious sunny day to meet some of the winners and finalists and to learn more about the impact the campaign has had in schools. I'm Andrea Van Sitter and I head up the uh, Campaign for School Gardening team. The Campaign for School Gardening is a programme that's really designed to inspire young people to grow. Uh, We do lots of different things in terms of providing resources and training, but what we're here to celebrate today is School Gardeners of the Year. There's a real generational skills gap between people that kind of have the skills and, and passion to grow and those that don't get to learn from their parents, so it's really important to inspire them to get in touch with nature through gardening. We've got 37,000 schools and groups that take part so we have a small outreach team across the UK but what we do is spend our time supporting teachers to build their skills and capabilities so that they can pass on that learning to young people. This has been running for seven years and the campaign for ten years. We've seen some amazing outcomes that we wouldn't have expected actually. Um, We see it all the time which is so heartwarming. 
My name is Alana Karmer and I'm the manager of the Campaign for School Gardening. Something we're going to be sort of focusing on from now on is really empowering young people and getting them to be the driving force really in the garden. So understanding what motivates them in the garden, you know, whether they want to garden because they want somewhere to relax in, somewhere beautiful, just a place to be, or whether they want to grow food, whether they want to grow plants to protect wildlife, or maybe if they want to grow plants just to kind of encourage better practice in the garden, better sustainability, um, really fight those problems we're seeing with climate change. So it's kind of a shift change now, taking the lead from them, which I think is actually really important because, you know, unless they really truly believe and understand why they want to do it, it's hard for it to stick. You see when you get to secondary school age, it does tend to drop off a little bit. Gardening can be seen as a bit uncool or they just can't really fit it into their busy schedules. So it's about just empowering them and getting it to really stick in their minds so they really know what they're doing it for. Here's Francis Tophill, BBC Gardener's World presenter and judge. I contacted the campaign about five years ago just because I felt very strongly that when I was at school I never had any chance to do gardening at all and I wished that if I'd found it when I was younger I might have gone into it earlier rather than faffing around with different careers for a few years after I left school. So I really wanted to get involved in encouraging as many kids as possible to get gardening from as early as possible. I think for all kinds of health reasons, mental well-being, physical well-being, it's really important to get kids engaged with the environment and being outside as much as they can but also just to potentially spark off some interest that could turn into a career and it doesn't have to be as a gardener it could be a landscaper or a conservationist or ecologist botanist pharmacologist ethnobotanist there's so many stuff career-wise that people can get involved with just starting by growing a little seed in the ground and just sparks off something I think doing it with kids and seeing them get excited but also I find being a young woman a lot of women also come up to me when I'm wandering around and say because of you I've done and just thinking that you might have helped somebody to find a career that is so fulfilling and such a pleasure to do whether they're children women young people in general anyone it's pretty much a huge honor really Alana Karma again I think traditional gardening, it used to be a lot of food growing and that always goes down well in primary schools particularly because nothing beats pulling you know, that first vegetable out of the ground and getting to eat something that you've actually grown from a seed. That's really quite wonderful. But I do think kids are becoming more aware of the environment and the situation that we're sort of in at the moment. So you, know, you do see schools doing better practices with conserving water and um, growing things in crop rotations and stuff. It's quite amazing. Protecting biodiversity is a massive thing we see in schools these days. They're very aware of the decline in the bees and that kind of thing. So protecting pollinators is very important. And I think just generally we can, you know, you hear about climate change. It's always being told to us, you know, all the time. So I think young people are becoming more aware of it. And I think they do want to protect the environment around them you know they have a pride of their place so you know they're greening their schools and they want to look after it and they want to take more action to be more responsible for the future it's just amazing you see all kinds of things some things that I love there's a school in London who have literally no green space around them no garden so what they've done is gone and turned the flat roof of their school into an amazing garden haven they're growing everything in pots it's really clever because space is an especially in inner cities so that's something that I think is just wonderful so they're doing their bit despite 
their situation. I think one of the coolest things we've seen lately is Matt Willow, who's one of our winners. He's our school gardening champion of the year this year. In the space of just a couple of years, he's turned this complete sort of wasteland at his secondary school into the most incredible allotment I've ever seen. You know, it's quite incredible. Full-time history teacher, form tutor, teaching GCSEs and A-levels, and he's just created this amazing space that all the students come and um, work in. They're growing food. They've got some amazing water system that's recycling the water, and um, it's crazy, but really, really impressive and just shows actually with a bit of passion and dedication that you really can do something quite amazing. A lot of people are worried that they might not have the skills that they need to teach young people to garden but it's not about that it's if you've got some drive that's what we're for we're here to help with that stuff we can train we can give you resources all that kind of stuff so if you just care enough actually they will enjoy it and kids just love it they love being outdoors anyway it's a really nice way for them to just have a bit of a break from the indoors and it's just a different way of learning it's very free and they will love it and they will protect it and they will carry on and hopefully those best practices will kind of go on into adulthood the awards is one of the best things that we do I think it's that kind of annual celebration of the best stuff that we see and it's not about gardening excellence because we're not about that it's about passion and dedication and inspiring stories so people like Matt we've got Ellie who's our young school gardener of the year winner this year again a secondary school student which is so brilliant to see and also our school gardening team of the year this year is also a secondary school so you know the secondary schools have smashed it this year Secondary schools have come out top in this year's RHS School Gardener of the Year competition, winning across all three categories, Young School Gardener, School Gardening Team and School Gardening Champion of the Year, for the first time in the competition's seven-year history. So let's hear from some of this year's winners. Hi, I'm Ellie McCray and I've won the overall RHS Young Gardener of the Year. Well done. <laughs> Amazingly. <laughs> well, I started a gardening club about a year ago at my school and from there we've made a butterfly and bee bed, a sensory bed. We've installed hanging baskets and planters. We've done an orchard of 12 trees and we've willow woven three raised beds which we're currently planting vegetables in for this year. I've come up with quite a few of the ideas and I've done, like for example, the orchard. I've been contacting the nurseries with the orders and what we were looking for and then researching the rootstocks. But I've had a team of gardeners and my friends behind me which I've got together and also a lot of help from like teachers supporting and supervising me. It was just really nice to have the recognition not only for me but for the, like, the gardening team because I think we've only started a year ago but we've already grown so much as a team and got together and people who weren't even interested in gardening didn't know anything about it are now been able having the responsibility and have grown and it's just really nice to see because it's so relaxing it improves your physical and your emotional well-being but also it's so important that we get the young people involved because we're inspiring the next generation of conservationists and we need to make sure that there's someone there to protect our environment in the future and gardening is a great way to do that not only for the habitats but also to encourage the wildlife for it as well. My name's Matt Willer, I'm a history teacher from Norfolk and I've just won the RHS Garden School Champion of the Year. I'm totally overwhelmed and I feel very deeply humbled by this award because the students and the staff and the parents who nominated it, it was a totally secret thing, I had, had no idea that they were doing it, so yeah, I feel deeply humbled and I'm quite overwhelmed by it all. The project started back in February 2015 on a very cold winter's morning and it was me and two sixth formers. I didn't quite know that it would sort of 
turn into such a big project as it has now but we just kept going and uh, so it's taken a long time to get to where we have now but at the beginning we had two but now we have well over 100 volunteers all children young people in very different ways come to the site to use it because it's now become a whole facility for the school and also the local community as well I know you should design a garden very carefully but there was no design with this we sort of made it up as we went along and I think it's quite different as well because most of what we've used is recycled things or we've upcycled things so wooden pallets car tires bathtubs and for me that's all about setting an example to children that you don't have to buy something brand new nor spend lots of money on it and the whole allotment project's about setting an example for children first reason is ultimately because it's better for the planet it's better to grow your own food locally but also there's a lot of pressure on young people in this world today and yes you must work hard yes you must do exams but school shouldn't be everything about exams so I think getting children involved in gardening is very good for their well-being it's good for their mental health and it just gives them a chance to escape from the routine of school so yeah for those two reasons for well-being and also for environmental purposes so my name is Shreya and I won first place I'm from the school St Luke's we have money from the London City Airport for um a greenhouse, so we're buying a greenhouse to move all our plants. Strawberries, peppers, runner beans, cucumbers, potatoes, lettuce, mixed salad leaves. It feels very good to win because all your hard work paid off. Cameron Russell won the Young Garden of the Year in 13 to 14 year olds category. I started a gardening programme just to try out. I've helped with fundraising and getting things such as polytunnels, different sheds, pizza ovens, ponds. I just enjoy the being outdoors, just the general, not sitting inside like a normal teenage boy my age would be, you know, just not being stereotypical, but a lot of people would rather sit inside than be outside doing gardening. So I just think it's so much better, plus there's so many job choices in the future. My name is Bina Jonpo, uh, the winner of Key Stage 1 School Gardening, Shreya Anpo. I love gardening <laughs> since she born, she's seeing me that. Actually, I don't have a garden. We got an allotment. The council gave a small, very small pot. So I used to do all whatever I can inside. <laughs> there at the start, she, when she baby, I take her there, put the pram there. She's watching everything since she's very, very baby. <laughs> the school uh, nominate her. She helped them to plant things and the recycling. She's very keen of recycling. And uh, last month, they had an article about her in Daily Mail. And she said all the things to do this. She don't like people putting plastic and paper and all of them together. She won't teach us, so she always go patiently and all change it to different, different thingy. It's really good, in That's being with the nature. They may be more lovable or something. Their mind will get involved something. They love nature. That same thingy will help them to love that little creatures. And that's what I feel always. Hi, I'm Sue Finney and I'm from Stanford in the Vale Primary School. I'm here with Kelsey, who's a finalist of the Young Gardener of the Year. We've got many projects going on at the moment. We're revamping our wildlife area and also we've got a community project on the go where we've got a section of the play park that's been derelict and sort of not looked after, so we're also creating wildflower beds for that area to encourage the wildlife. 
Well, over the years I've been with School Running Gardening Club for about 17 years now and it's been amazing, children coming back to visit the school and help out where they can and the impact gardening has on the children. Like Kelsey today is determined she'd like to be a landscape gardener. So, and it's also good for the children that are not necessarily academic within the classroom. It gives them a space within the school environment that they belong to. We hope our new shoots have inspired you to get out and get growing. You can find links to more details of the Campaign for School Gardening and how you, your school or nursery or your community group can get involved on the RHS website rhs.org.uk forward slash school gardening. There's also a link to their YouTube channel so you can watch more inspiring young gardeners sharing their love of gardening. Or why not follow them on social media so you can join in on the school gardening conversation. That's all we've got time for today. So from me, Fiona Davison and all the podcast team, goodbye. I'm walking down the path in my garden and I have a suggestion for you on how you could help with global warming. With a large lawn, I found a simple way of making a big difference. I sold my ride-on mower and bought a top-of-the-range Cress robotic lawnmower. It runs off rechargeable batteries and uses cutting-edge technology to mow and maintain a lawn this size. The petrol mower has gone and with it, the emissions. I actually don't know why I didn't sell the ride-on sooner. With the Cress robotic lawnmower, the lawn is actually looking better. The tiny grass cuttings fall into the grass roots, helping to fertilize the grass. And the family doesn't have to put up with the noise and fumes from the ride-on. And I've freed up more of my time to spend with them and in the garden. It's an easy step. And you could also be making that change today. Ask for Cress in your local garden machinery dealer. Or visit cress.com. Discover the beauty of an RHS membership all year round. Save 25% off an RHS membership today when paying by direct debit. Prices start at just £55.50. With a membership, you'll gain access to an array of special events at our gardens all year round. Be the first to know about RHS flower shows and get exclusive member-only days plus reduced rate tickets. And you'll have the chance to enhance your gardening know-how with access to free expert garden advice, monthly editions of The Garden magazine, and so much more. Terms and conditions apply.